Hello gorgeous, welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything and in this episode I am going to be spilling the beans on eight new manifestation practices to rock your world from quantum manifestation to collective manifestation and so much more. So without any further ado, let's just crack on into it. So a lot of people are confused about what manifesting really is. They think that it is about fantasizing about something, visualizing it in your mind, and then one day you open the door and the love of your life is standing there, or you have managed to Amazon Prime the career of your dreams. It doesn't exactly work like that. The way that I describe manifestation is that it is a co-creation with the universe, by which I mean the universe is assisting us all the time. It's helping us have these visions. And my belief truly is that if you have a vision of something that you want or something that you want to do, then that vision has been given to you for a reason. It is not random. It is not just you know, something out of the blue. This is something that has been given to you for a reason. And if when you see this vision in your head or you think about this idea, you really do get excited about it. You truly do feel lit up on the inside. And it really is something that you continue to think about. I want you to consider that maybe this vision was given to you for a reason. And that reason is for you to bring it to fruition. And the place that I feel that people get caught up with manifesting is that they think it's all in the mind. They think it is all in the mindset, the visuals, the visualization, the fantasies, etc. That's a part of it. It's like 50% of it. But the other 50% of it is taking action, doing things, making the phone call, leaving your house, sending the email, right? You know, swinging for it, at least attempting, because the universe rewards us for putting in the effort. And that is where this, these two pieces of it come together. There is a part of it that is about visualizing and receivership, right? creating a space in your life for these things that you want. So if you want to attract the love of your life, then make sure there's a pillow on that side of the bed. Make sure they have a bedside table. Plug in an iPhone charger over there. Think about if the love of your life appeared in your life, would they have somewhere to sleep? You know, like, is there an empty drawer in your bathroom where they can put a toothbrush and you know, whatever, their fragrance or their scent, you know, like where are they going to put their things? So you want to create physical space. And this is part of like the feminine side of manifesting, right? Creating space, relaxing, enjoying so that you have that space to receive. And that thing of not filling your calendar so massively that you just don't even have time for these things to come to you. So the creation of space is a really big part of it, but the other half of it is taking the action, doing the thing, researching, making the phone call, really getting out there and doing things. And so if you feel that your manifesting is not on par right now, maybe there's something that's not really hitting the way you want it to, I want you to ask yourself, which area am I more proficient at? Am I better at the action or am I better at the receivership? And if you're not great at either, then maybe it's time to 
go through a kind of a manifestation boot camp. Um, I have lots of classes and courses that you can check out at galadarling.com slash shop. But that is not the point of this podcast. I want to tell you about some new things that I have been doing and that you can try too that will also improve your manifestation practice. So let's get into it. So here's something that I really love doing. And this is something I started doing recently when I got a new Apple watch. The new Apple watch is cool. When you are choosing your faces for the watch, you can select photos from your library to have come up as the face on your watch. So every time you lift your wrist, you see a different picture and it will shift through these pictures. It will cycle through them. So use that for your manifesting. Why not select pictures that illustrate an energy that you want to embody or things that you want to buy or memories that you want to recreate? Use that as a way of getting really clear about what you want. Like when those pictures are coming up on your wrist constantly, trust me, you're going to be reminded of what you want and what you're working for and that's going to feel really good to you. So definitely, I would recommend that. Another way of adorning yourself with your manifestations is to have custom jewelry created. So that could be the form of a nameplate necklace. It could be a bracelet with letters on it. You'll find these everywhere from you know Etsy to Amazon to eBay, everywhere, all over the place. But I ordered some little bracelets, like letter bracelets with gems on them from Bobble Bar. One of them says rich, the other one says bitch. And I personally love wearing those. I think they're hilarious. Um, And again, it's just a reminder of like, what is it that you're wanting to embody? What's the energy that you want to bring? And I really recommend, you know, there's so much power in choosing a word that you want to start embodying. And it could be, you know, one word a week, one word a month, one word a quarter, whatever. But really just reminding yourself of these things can be very powerful. You know, you might want a, a bracelet that says CEO and you might want a bracelet that says radiance, you know, so up to you, totally up to you as to where you want to put your energy. But I think that custom jewelry is a beautiful way to remind yourself of what you're manifesting and where you're heading. Speaking of that, something that I have started doing in the last few years is getting manifestation tattoos. So I will decide on something that I want and then literally go to a tattoo shop and have them tattoo it on me. So I have the word radiance tattooed across my knuckles and that was something that I really wanted to start embodying. I think I got that tattooed in about 2018. And for me, just every time I see that, it reminds me to turn my fucking light on, my internal light. Like, I'm powerful and stop pretending that you're not. You're just as powerful as I am. Stop pretending that you don't know how or you're not good enough or you're not worthy yet. Like, this stuff is not true. It is just something you're telling yourself. And quite frankly, it's really fucking boring. So let's tell ourselves something different. The other tattoo I got that was a manifestation tattoo was a pink Lamborghini on my arm. And I got this tattoo, I think, it was two years ago, so 2020. It was at the start of 2020 before the world went crazy. I got that tattoo and 
It's so funny. I got that tattoo and men would be like, oh, what is that? And I'd be like, oh, it's my next manifestation. And they would kind of look at me like, oh, that's so cute, honey. Well, I ordered mine last year and I am having it custom built by the factory. And your girl is just waiting on it to come over from Italy. So all this to say, I really believe that when we have the personal courage and confidence to truly step up and claim what we want, when we get it tattooed on our skin, as opposed to like, I don't know, write it in a journal that no one ever looks at or put it in an Instagram caption that you can then like edit or delete later. This is real power and courage to be like, this is how much I'm gonna get this, to get it tattooed on yourself. And I love this as a practice. I think it's really powerful. Um, I also think it's fun and silly. And as a Sagittarius moon, I have a lot of time for fun and silly. So definitely recommend a manifestation tattoo. Now, speaking of that, I think that... Okay, let's talk about collective manifestation now. Collective manifestation is another way that I helped bring this Lamborghini into my life. And like, let's be real. The way that I manifested this Lamborghini is by creating a business that is extremely lucrative and helps me, you know, create the funds that I can buy an exotic car, right? But at the same time, what you'll realize as you're kind of moving up the ladder of what you're manifesting is there are many levels of worthiness and confidence that you will need to ascend to in order to do these big things. So I had the money to buy this car for a long time, but it actually took me longer to feel good about doing it, to feel confident in doing it. I really did have some stuff about worth and am I allowed to do this? And is this too flashy? And like, how am I going to look after this? And, and do I trust myself to drive this thing? And all of these other questions. And so there are so many levels to manifesting. And it's another reason why it's really important to set yourself outrageous, audacious goals, not just of things that you want to buy, but of things that you want to do. And the reason for that is because by setting those really big goals, you will be really forced to face your shadow, face your smallness, face the parts of you that don't feel worthy yet and work through them. And that's really what life is all about. It's about this growth, this growth that we do of becoming this new person that we wouldn't have to become if we didn't set these big, outrageous, audacious goals. So collective manifestation is when, again, it's about courage. When you have the courage to tell other people what you want and you enroll them in your vision. And that is a million percent what I did with this Lamborghini. I have been talking about wanting a pink Lamborghini for years online. And I cannot tell you how many of you saw that, loved that, were excited about that, and how many of you sent me pictures of pink Lamborghinis, pink sports cars that you'd seen, um, you know, bedazzled cars, cars with like iridescent wraps on them that you would send to me and be like, oh, I saw this and thought of you. 
And in those moments where I felt like, oh, I don't even know if I'm worthy of this thing. Like, am I really allowed to get this thing? One of you would send me a picture like this and remind me like, yes, this is part of the vision. And when I then ordered the car and shared about it on Instagram, you know, everybody was so excited for me and that felt so good. And I think we have this belief, a lot of us, that nobody will be happy for me if I get what I want and I shouldn't brag about things and I shouldn't, you know, show off about what I have. And there's really a difference between showing off about what you have and using your success as an example of what other people can have too. Because there is nothing special about me. I am not superhuman. You know, I am extremely human and I'm extremely fallible and I have many flaws. And I think that there's really a difference between being like, look at all this cool shit I got and being like, I manifested this and I appreciate you for helping me do it. And if I can do this, then you can do anything. And that is really powerful. And, you know, there's, there's lots of things that I've manifested in my life that I don't share about. Um, but there are some things that I feel like this is something that the story of this, the story of obtaining this is going to be inspirational and motivational to a lot of people, so I'm gonna share it. And that's really how I kind of draw the line. And I do think that it's important to keep many aspects of your life personal and private. You know, everybody doesn't need to know everything about your life. I see so many, especially, you know, life coaches and people like that online talking about how much money they make. And I know that's a great tactic in terms of, you know, getting clients. But I personally think that's insane and I would never do that. Um, but I, we're all different. But I think that in certain cases, collective manifestation can be a really powerful tool. So tell other people what you want. Enroll them in your vision. And I think you'll be surprised by how helpful other people will be to you. You know, we have this belief, so many of us, that we have to do everything alone and that we can't ask for help and that if we ask for help, it will be a display of weakness or it will be us admitting that we don't know everything or, you know, something like that. And people love to help other people. Like, think about the last time someone asked for your opinion or your help with something and how good that made you feel. That's how you make people feel when you ask for help. So... You'll be stunned by how many people will say, oh, you want this thing, I know someone who's you know, part of that company, or I know someone who can get you a good deal on this, or hey, I know someone who's like an expert at this and I'm sure they could give you some advice. So just don't feel like you have to do it all alone. Collective manifestation is really powerful, not just for you, but for the people that you are enrolling in it because they are feeling just as good. And you know, the comments I got, when I posted about my car, people, you know, so many of them were like, I feel just as excited for you as if this was happening for me. Because they have become part of the story, you know? And that is really powerful and just something to remember. Now let's talk about quantum manifestation. This is, so, Okay, quantum manifestation is a term that like I just plucked from the air and it may mean something else. I'm just saying, it may mean something else. But to me, it is about exponential manifestation. So to me, here's what that means. It means that we 
take the leap on something, and often that is about making a financial investment in something, taking that big risk, and then watching the universe reward you. So for example, um, when I took the risk on putting that money into ordering my Lamborghini, I was rewarded by the universe with these like enormous, massive, huge opportunities. And I was then able to, like a month later, manifest something that was on my list that I thought might take me another two years to do. And so to me, this is really about having the faith and taking the leap. And, you know, so many of us are like, you know, I'll believe it when I see it, blah, blah, blah. Let me wait and see. You know, I'm waiting for signs from the universe. And this is really such a disempowering way to live. You might be waiting forever, especially if your subconscious doesn't want you to take the risk and, you know, your sign is like a white feather or something and your subconscious will literally block white feathers from your view because it is afraid of you taking this risk and doing this thing. You know, our brain really specializes in keeping us safe. And sometimes I feel like this waiting for signs and waiting for the perfect moment and stuff is really just us trying to stay safe and small. And I'm telling you that staying safe and small is not where the rewards are. It is not where the juice is. It is not where your fucking thriving, magical, most juicy life is. It is just not, that's not where it is. If you wanna stay safe and small, you go to Starbucks every morning, you do the same thing every day, you suffer in a relationship that has no passion, you do work that is dry and terrible, you watch television every night, you don't take risks, you don't get dressed up, you don't have love affairs, you don't blow your own mind, and you die living this bullshit 25% life. And is that really what you want? No, the fuck, it is not. It is not. If you're listening to this, I know that it's not. I know that you don't want to end up like your parents or your family or your friends or your whatever. You want more, and that is beautiful. And the people that want more are the ones that change the world. Everybody else is just a cog in a machine. I refuse to be a cog in a fucking machine. And it's one of the reasons why when I sniff out like smallness in me or unworthiness in me or resistance in me, I am just obsessed with overcoming it because I do not want to be a cog. I'm very motivated by not wanting to be like everybody else, you know? And I think a lot of people are motivated by that, but they don't necessarily take the action that they require. And that brings me to my next point which is that I really want you to center action in your life. So I'm running a tapping certification right now. It's called the Gala Darling Method. And it's going amazingly. And I'm taking them to Vegas for their graduation ceremony next month. And I am so excited. Oh my God, you have no idea. But we're doing these one-to-ones. I'm talking to everybody and getting to know them and understand them and see where their blockages and limitations are. And the thing that I'm really noticing, and I know that you know, amongst this sample size, that most people are also doing this, the commonality is that people are overthinking and underacting. Overthinking and underacting, which is like, 
you are pondering deeply the reasons for your resistance or your smallness or your not having done it yet. You're trying to understand the root of it. What's the family cause? You know, what have I inherited? Why do I believe this? And you're getting so stuck in that that it is overwhelming the part of you that wants to take action. And this is really a case of analysis paralysis. Truly, like, have you ever noticed that when you really get stuck in your head, you actually, like, it really physically feels like you're stuck in your head and you cannot do anything. You get into that, like, frozen place. And it is so important that we start to act. And I know that there's like the temptation to try to understand the reasoning, the history, the story behind every blockage, every limitation, every limiting belief, etc. And I get that. And to some degree, it is useful to know that, right? But to another degree, getting really stuck in that can be another way of just procrastinating and putting off the actual growth. Because the growth here's a fucking spoiler alert for you. The growth doesn't actually come from the understanding of it. The growth comes from action. The growth comes from doing things. And the only way that we truly change, and we truly change our circumstances and our personality and our strengths and our lives, is when we take a deep breath and we get it done. And something that I have been working on myself recently as a tactic to get me out of analysis paralysis is to simply count to five and go. Um, I think that Mel Robbins wrote a book about this. I think it's called The Five Second Rule or something like that. I haven't read it. But essentially, when you have an idea about a thing that you want to do and you know that usually when you think about this thing, you get stuck in the gears of your mind, you just count to five, one, two, three, four, five, and you just do it. And that very simple tactic has been working miracles in my life because when you're counting to five, and a lot of people count down, they count backwards, five, four, three, two, one. When you're doing that, there's no room in your mind for you to overthink, to overanalyze, to get stuck. There's simply no space because your brain just has numbers in it. So that technique has really been working for me. And I just want you to consider the idea that maybe if your manifestations are slow, maybe you need to take more action. Like what's actually happening in your life? Are you really doing the things? Like, are you actively creating? Are you actively adding to the things in your life? Or are you just waiting? And waiting is, is not it. It's great to wait when you've taken some action. You're like, okay, I put myself out there, I did this thing to the best of my ability, I took this risk, whatever, and then you can chill, just receive, like that's beautiful. But if you haven't done those things and you're just waiting, I can almost guarantee that you are not gonna get the results that you want. So I really, really, really want you to center action in your life at the moment. That's it. So 
Thank you for listening. If you feel like this was helpful to you, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram stories or send it to a friend. Um, I love reading your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. They make my life. And I often give little treats to people who have written me beautiful reviews. So if you do write one, take a screenshot, DM it to me on Instagram. I'm at Gala Darling. And I would love to see what you've said. And I hope that you have a fantastic week. I love you so much. And I really just want you to think about making action the center of it all and see how that changes things for you. I think it's going to blow your mind. Let's get excited about life. Let's do the things we really want to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Mwah!